0: it's been a minute um, damn a long minute actually when you think about it so forgive me I've been zoomed in on work for the past say two months and so I just had to put everything else on the backbench and just kind of zoom in I am the first to admit that multitasking is not my strongest suit oh and I highly um, let's just say i don't recommend multitasking for anyone but then again i just had to pause and just kind of zoom in on tasks and deadlines and um it's been great it's been a good uh, couple of weeks especially april april has been my favorite because um to start projects or to start things or to participate or collaborate with people on different things and just kind of see it pan out just kind of see you work out is something that I love to see and it feels good to know that you know you start something and just kind of push through and see it happen so I just want to talk a bit today about learning how to go with the flow and learning how to say yes to opportunities because as a woman especially as black women I am going to be biased and, you know, just kind of talk about women here because we have so many limitations set against us and it's natural for us to kind of doubt what we can and can't do and, um, you know, kind of breaking away from that, separating or sipping out what's true and what's not can be difficult sometimes and so... If you're able to do that, if you're able to kind of navig- navigate your way through, it's it's something that is definitely worth, you know, patting yourself on the back um, and just kind of appreciating the journey. So I want to talk about the power of letting go and just kind of going with the flow and learning how to say yes to opportunities. And to do that I want to just kind of go back a bit in uh, 2017 for me now um, for me career-wise I've always been in the media I've kind of moved from mainstream media which was television radio you know online journalism and I kind of moved more into digital media or digital consulting for um, clients And so I did that for um, the last couple of years until 2017 when I made the move to go solo. Now the thing about that is I did not actually make a conscious decision to kind of go out on my own and do my own thing. It just kind of happened to me. And that was because I was at a point in my life where I was mentally unwell. I was suffering severe depression and I was not able to kind of put myself together and work. I mean I was breaking down and meetings. I was breaking down and excusing myself very often and I would have whole breakdowns like in the bathroom or during meetings. I'm I could barely speak. I could barely you know string two sentences together because i was so broken down mentally and it was no better when i was at home you know i was just filled with so much sadness sadness that just couldn't leave my system and so i could barely move getting out of bed was very very difficult getting out of bed was tough i could not um function the way i, I, I normally do and everybody knows me to be quite bubbly and I'm very um, aware very aware of my emotions and I wear them publicly so it's really easy to see that all isn't well so it was showing it was showing that I had gone on for a couple of weeks and I thought I could kind of tough it out you know kind of bullshit my way through Um, all the emotions and I had never experienced this extreme sadness for this long before so I just knew there was something off and so I took some time off I took some time off to kind of just heal and get better and uh, ultimately long story short I realized I couldn't go back I couldn't go back to doing what I was doing before and I just kind of had to pause and just just pause now most people would think I'm crazy because um, it's not easy to find a full paying job that pays you well that you know kind of takes care of your bills and all of that and so there are many people who just kind of keep going to nine to five jobs because there's so many so many other things to consider and there isn't a a, uh, a space or, or a working environment that allows people to kind of process mentally what they're going through, if they are going through things. And so I knew there was no real outlet for me to kind of process all of the things that I was going through at work. So I just, it, there was no way out except to just kind of take a step back and process everything that was happening. I had suffered difficult, difficult, difficult disappointments. And I just couldn't process it and work at the same time. And so it was time to just pause. Now coming home, I had no plan. I had savings that could really just go about three months. And I was home with no plan as to what to do next. I hadn't thought through what that was going to be. I just I just knew that I had to stay away from work just kind of be home and figure out what the hell was going on mentally so I wasn't thinking about work I was definitely not thinking about um looking for jobs to do I just needed a minute to just process to just feel my way through myself find some answers seek professional help if need be talk to the right people or just kind of just, just pause for a second I ended up staying home for about a year but during that year interesting things happened I mean a lot of I would get a lot of requests because I blog because of my blog as well I used to get a lot of requests from people who wanted help with writing this or writing that or a bit of social media work because of what I was doing before so I would get these requests I would also get a few public speaking um gigs and at the beginning I just started saying no to a lot of them because yeah I I just wasn't ready to process these things and I wasn't ready to take up anything at all at all but um after a while there was a, a boredom that set in because Writing out my feelings was getting better for me, and I felt like I needed something else to pass the time. So I remember getting a call from someone I worked with, and he was based in Nigeria. and He called and says, "Hey, um, I'm coming to Ghana. I'm helping organize this event, and I'd love for you to come do social media for me, live social media coverage for me. What do you think?" And it was a big event. And I was like, "Okay." Sure, um, yeah, I do this stuff. And so I said, yeah, and I uh, got my stuff ready, went and did this event. And the thing is, for me, it was a one time thing. I, I felt like I was going to do this and just come back home. Um, and this was a big event. This was the um, CAF Awards, I think. And um, to be able to. L- to do social media coverage for the organizers of this event was like a huge deal like it's not even this is one of the biggest sports events on the continent and so to be able to do that was just fantastic but even at that point it hadn't occurred to me that I could make this a solo career decision and just kind of pursue that and start um, this as a business so I did that and then I came back home (laughs) and then I came back home to just rest and chill and just you know do whatever and while that was important to do that to be able to rest and all of that I I was still getting these requests and you know can you help me design this or can you proofread this for me or can you rewrite this for me and I'd do them for free I was like okay I mean it will take my mind off things and I have something interesting to do. And it's always easier to pry into other people's lives on what they're doing than to focus on what you have going on. And so I do these things. And um, I think it took a friend of mine who, you know, reached out to me and said, Hey, I have my thesis, you know, being done right now i like for you to come, kind, of, kind of look over these things and let me see if I'm writing the right things. So I went through it and she was like, yo, like you're good at this stuff. Writing is your thing. Why aren't you charging for it? And I'm like, do you want me to charge you for it? And she said, well, no, but um, you should definitely think about charging professionally because people out here you know are doing this they're kind of charging they're charging people for writing services and it could be anything and I'm like well I guess so but the thing is I wasn't ready to do that because in my mind I was taking a break from which I would go back to working full-time for a company I'd start applying for new jobs and things like that and go back to full-time because full-time is full-time work is what I knew that's what I've always done this whole entrepreneurship or freelance life is not exactly what um, I've done before, and it's not exactly what I had in mind. And so I was not ready to do that. But the more I thought about going back to a regimental life where I wake up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. every morning to get ready to go sit at a desk job I would probably hate, and not because working 9 to 5 is a bad thing, but just for me, from everything I'd been through, I just was at a point where I needed something creative to do. I, needed, I felt like I needed the room to be able to make certain decisions where I am accountable to myself, to create things I like and see them come to life. You know, so uh, the more I thought that going back to working a full time job was what I needed to do, the less appealing it looked. So these requests kept coming, and you know, I started taking them. And really, I, did, I didn't even know how to charge people for, you know, um, doing writing pieces for them. So I would. Um, you know put out a number um, and when people asked me you know like how much will you take for this how, m- how much will you take for copywriting for a website i just put out a number and they'll be like okay sure okay and I was like okay this is a thing this is a thing like I'm actually creating or fulfilling a service and getting paid for it Why can't you know? I mean, why can't I do this? Why can't this be a viable um, career path for me? And just kind of fashion out and build structures around it, and 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 start a viable business where I'm providing writing services for people. You know. So I think long story short, sometimes things kind of happen to us. It just seems like bad timing or you know not exactly within the plans we made for ourselves but sometimes it's really just opening other doors for us you know since I started working um, as a writer as a copywriter and a digital mar- marketer I've learned so many new things on the job that has more value in what i do i have more confidence in charging people and getting paid for what i do value for what i do building a relationship with people who have not only become clients but family as well you know just kind of doing that is so rewarding you know just opening up your heart to new things new challenges and following through with them it's just beautiful and this overflow of positivity of saying okay yes i'll take this i can do this okay yes i take this i can do this i just realized it, it, it kind of like it just kind of you know merged with everything else or with everything else that was going on in my life for example in 2017 i think i i had always wanted to join the global shavers Um, you know a subset of the World Economic Forum because I was inspired by how young people come together and just kind of have community impact projects and help people so I wanted to be part of that kind of community. Um, When I read you know about them and I you know I went and kind of tried to find out more about what they do I realized that I was actually I think a year older than the age requirement for it, so I kind of made, you know, a decent research and talked to a few people to find out whether it was still possible for me to apply to join the Global Shapers Accra Hub. And I was told, hey, yeah, I mean, yeah, the age is from so and so to so and so, but you know, still apply. You never know. And let's just say I'm not really good at following through with things because I'm. I'm someone that kind of gets to like mid-term of something and I just talk myself out of it. So I decided I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to apply. I'm just going to put in who I am, what I am, apply and forget about it. And that's That's exactly what I did. I I was not even thinking about the application anymore when I got a response from them saying that I had made it through the first stage and I was due for an interview I was not thinking about it I was not thinking about it at all but it was such a good feeling to hear back from them and know that I had gone through because I had stopped over um um, like amplifying things in my life what if this happens oh my god I'll never be able to live myself what if this doesn't go right oh my god I'll be so disappointed I don't know what I'm gonna do this had been my language for so long that um being positive or learning that hey sometimes shit happens or sometimes things go well and it's great sometimes they don't thinking that way kind of mitigated the kind of damage that I did to myself with regards to dealing with rejection or disappointment, or, or not, you know, um, n- not um, winning at things. So, it, you know, hearing back from them was such a good feeling. And like I was saying, it just went through with everything else that I was doing. For example, starting the Great Podcast was the same for me. Just stopped overthinking things, thinking about all the things that I didn't have to get started and just go started. Okay it was the same with so many things in terms of work, in terms of building better relationships or going to new places and meeting people or taking up or partnering projects that I wanted to work on. It's just been me just saying, okay, all right. Okay. And what I didn't know, I still learned how to say okay to people and kind of go figure out how to do it. So I realized that this is all part of the process of overcoming fear because I feel like when people say overcoming fear, it kind of sounds like an end to a hurdle. But the thing is that it always rears its head, like in everything that we do, at every stage, in every obstacle, and at every point, fear is going to show up, whether we want it or not, whether we we, we, we see it or not, we recognize it or not. There's going to be doubt there's going to be some you know second guessing of your capabilities or the scope or bandwidth within which you you have to grow and so you're going to doubt yourself like yeah no yeah i'd rather just stay here and do this because i'm comfortable with doing this and not push myself so this is all new for me you know the the constant pushing through challenges and saying yes to things that sometimes I really have no idea how to work through, but just say yes to things, you know, take last April, for example, when Jamila abdullahi founder of Circumspit, reach, reached out to me to host, um, this year's edition of Sisterhood Matters, my natural inclination was to say no, you know, I'm, and it's weird because I was, I was so like, I was so excited to attend the event but when she brought it to me um I was I just wanted to say no immediately because immediately I was like shit public speaking this is I'm not no I can't do this I, I no no but I said yes <laughs> she reached out to me I said a lot of no's to myself but I said yes to her. She was like, Great, so I'm gonna give you the details. And she did. And um, the event came and went. I hosted. It was great. I had a great time. I had great conversations. I felt so good to be able to be a part of such an event. Anything that celebrates women, you know, I'm down for. So to be a part of it, to see it through, was amazing. It felt good. I was like, yes, clocked, done. I did it. You know, and it felt so good to be able to do that. You know, and these are, for many people, these are not examples of big wins, but that's not the point, though the point is recognizing that you did win at the little things and at the big things you are able to clock some achievement for yourself and you recount it and you remember and holding on to that memory just kind of guides you through bigger challenges that are going to come your way that yes there will be challenges and there are going to be bigger opportunities more daunting than before but these these wins guide you through They guide you through everything. They guide you through everything that we do. And if you did it before, (laughs) hell yeah, you're going to be able to do it again. You know? You just have to believe that you're going to be able to do it. So say yes. Say yes to, to people. Say yes to opportunities. Say yes to ideas. Say yes to dreams. Say yes to new love, new life, new friends and new places Um, of course, that's not saying that it won't get tough because in the same time when I was learning how to say yes to all these things, I was also dealing with a ton of conflict in my own life and other things, other things weren't panning out, right, Uh, there were other forms of rejections and there were other other forms of pain and other forms of disappointments and um, you know dealing with those uh, all those other forms of rejection just kept me not only humble but very aware of myself and just the nature of things of life really yes, some things you're going to win at, some things you won't. It's not, a necessary, it's not necessarily on you and it isn't every failure that is perpetrated by things that you, you decided to do, not by your choices. Sometimes some things are just not meant to be. Or some things just need like a re-evaluation, re-evaluation and just you going back and kind of... Recalibrating and coming back with a better uh, process to tackle the same thing. And sometimes it pans out. It's just like when you write a page of nonsense and it felt like it was good, and then you realize you didn't save it, and then you kind of have to write it all over again, and it's better than the first draft. That's how life is sometimes. And so, those are the rejections. Points or those other experiences that were kind of counterbalancing all the good stuff that you know was happening just kept me self aware, and so I had to constantly consciously remind myself that these were all parts of the process of overcoming fear. Because what's the worst that could happen when things don't pan out, they hurt like hell, and you will go through a bad moment but it ends you know that's the that's the amazing thing bad moments end and so do good moments so we just kind of mac- need to maximize the moments as best as we can to our advantage no matter what it is and that's just just this kind of thinking is just so helpful and so so fulfilling you know it's it makes you feel content in a way about and about the way you go about things and it just gives you a calming effect on how to just process every stage in your life. You kinda weigh what's most important. It it kinda helps you appreciate what you have and content with what you don't have and content with the patience it takes for you to get what you don't have as well. So it's a healthy journey to be on and reflecting on all these things is just to say that we have so much to be grateful for, you know, and sometimes we don't make the time, but we should make the time to process these little, little things that have kind of culminated into what we, what we are today, what we celebrate today. So, um, if you have any questions or any thoughts around appreciating or learning how to you know track your journey and appreciating how far you've come i'm so glad to 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 talk about it um with you some more i'd love to hear from you connect with me connect with the gray podcast um you can find us at the gray podcast on facebook and on instagram and gray podcast hq on twitter just you know Tell me what you think about saying yes to opportunities and what that's done for you. I'd love to hear what saying yes has been able to do for you in not just work life, but love life, um, with family, with just anything that could be, you know, that could be important to you. Learning how to say yes and how different um, that has been for you. I'd love to hear from you um, on that on that note. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I can't wait for you to connect with me. So until next time, it's Kwachua Ky. It's been great talking. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please connect with us on social media on Twitter at Grey Podcast HQ and Facebook and Instagram at The Grey Podcast. See you next time.